Welcome back to Charge Motion. My name is Sai. My name is Ghoul. Well, what have you been playing this week? I've been playing Virtual Fighter. <laughs> Boy, have you been playing Virtual Fighter? I have been playing Virtual <laughs> Fighter. Um, there is a video up on the YouTube channel of you know I streamed it. Um, actually pre-release day because uh, we were lucky enough to score a pass from Sega. Thank play you, the Sega. game a day early. Thank you, Sega, for that. Um, so I was able to to get early access to the game and play it, and I have so so many thoughts on what it is right now but i think i want to save that for last um so i'll talk more about virtua fighter afterwards but getting into news news uh so the big one right now is goes back evo is back um sony yes um evo 2020 2021 online announced it as a creation uh they're doing free online not great to do this person right now. Please get right. vaccinated. Please. Uh, they're doing uh, for Evo 2021 online. They're doing. I have I, I have thoughts about a lot of this. Um, <laughs> but they're doing four games for 2021: Street Fighter Five, Second Seven, Guilty Five, More. Um, then the the Evo Community Series over 120 tournaments. Um, over 74 grand in total pricing. Um. Exclusive PlayStation 4 themes and avatar. Our guys are broadcast pretty neat. Um, the games they have for the side tournaments are Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle, Dragon Ball Fighters, Mobile Suit Gundam, Cream vs. Maxi Boost Con. One game on this list, absolutely nothing about. And uh, Bon is pretty fun. I've played it. Um, Skullgirl Second Encore, Soul Calibur 6, Dems Fight and Herd, and Blue Fantasy Bird. Um, Unist. Or Uniclur. Oh, yeah, it's Uniclur, yeah, sorry. It's, it's Uniclur. Yeah, we, um, we just add different letters. Um, and I know a lot of us were concerned when it was announced that buying out Sony stuff, all PlayStation stuff, and I, I, I don't want to say those fears are vindicated, but every single game is on PS4 with three exceptions. Street Fighter Five because it has crossplay. It does have crossplay. Uh, Tekken Seven in Evil Twenty Twenty One Online uh, is on PC for some reason, and Them's Fighting Herds, which is only on PC. Right. Every yeah. other game is only on PS Four or PS Five, and that and what really gets me is that includes Skullgirls. Oh yeah, that's right. Because we don't even have. Are we gonna have you know Annie? Um, I believe Annie will be out in June. I, I think that's what Future Club said. But most of the player base for Skullgirls is on PC. That's true. It is a very popular game on PC. And it really yeah. frustrates me because I actually own Skullgirls on PS4, but I do not own a PS4. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I also have the game double dipped. I, I bought it on PS4 so that I could bring it to locals. I have a triple dipped. I don't. I have it on Steam. Uh, uh, on Switch too. Oh yeah, yeah. damn. I was have to get the physical version. Um, but yeah, I. So. On the surface of things, it makes sense, right? Yeah. Because you think about it, Sony owns Evo, they're going to run the tournaments on their hardware. Yeah. Um, Tekken being on PC is really interesting to me. Um, because why wouldn't they run one of the biggest fighting games of the generation on Sony hardware? Yeah. Um, I think it's because they know that the community knows that PS4 Tekken is in a bad state. Uh, well, I mean, PC Tekken is in a pretty bad state, too, but I can I can speculate on that 
you know, at a little bit later. Um, on the surface of things, it makes sense that Sony would want things to be hosted on their console. Yeah. Um, when you start thinking about it, though, it does have some troubling implications. Um, also, the fact that there's no Smash. There's no which, Smash. I mean, I mean yeah. there, there, there wasn't going to be Smash last year anyway. Right. Um, which makes sense, considering Smash Ultimate's netcode. Um, it is bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if Nintendo, you know, decided not to be involved with anything Sony related. I don't know. I, I think I remember like hearing a press statement back when the acquisition happened, saying it was still open, having Nintendo that sounds games, familiar games featured at Evo. But you know, here we are with Evo twenty twenty one and those. Again, I'm willing to chalk it up to the next. Yeah, it's just it it, it, it is not Smash Ultimate is not a good. Yeah, I mean Dragon Ball Fighters isn't either. <laughs> if you think no, about it, not. a majority of the games on this list do not have very serviceable netcode. I mean, Street Fighter Five and Tekken Seven are infamous for their bad netcode. Yeah. Soul Calibur Six is no better. Grand um, Blue Fantasy Versus is God is no, oh geez. man, that's that one's famous. Yeah. Um, um, but you know, you, you have the outliers, Skullgirls, and then Fighting Herds both have great rollback netcode. Mortal Kombat Eleven and Guilty Gear Strive, as far as we've seen, because Strive isn't officially released yet. Yeah. But as far as we've seen for Guilty Gear Strive, based on the two betas, the netcode is good. Yes. Um, so that's what, four games that have well-implemented rollback? I say well-implemented because Street Fighter V technically does have rollback netcode, it's just very poorly implemented. Yeah. And I, I know nothing about cross-tags um, netcode. As far as I know, it's still not great. Um, it's pre-rollback Arxis, just like... Yeah, just, it's true. Just it, like it, it um, Dragon Ball. <laughs> Just like Dragon Ball, mm. um, it's yeah. Um, I've never played Cross Tag, but I know people that do play it, and mm. it's not fantastic. Um, but these are the limits that we live in in the FGC today, right? Like we have to play our games online, so mm. it's like either deal with being online or don't play. So some players prefer not to play; other players are willing to deal with the imperfect conditions. Um and. I know I already said it once in this episode. Please get vaccinated so we can get Please back do. to offline. Please do. I, I miss going to my local. Um, yeah, me too. Um, there's one thing in particular that really has me interested in how Tekken is going to play out. Tekken specifically. Um, Tekken 7, as of recently, especially... it's ha- It's been going on in the community for a little while, but at a smaller scale... But recently, as of Season 4, people... Tekken 7 has a hacking problem. Really? Yeah, especially on PC, because as far as I know, nobody's been capable to mod the PS4 version yet. Um, But on PC, there have been numerous, numerous recorded, proven instances of players using bots that block lows for them. And, um, you know, auto-punish bots, and... Just things that we've never expected to see in fighting games, right? Like, you expect, you know, people using aimbots in a a game like Counter-Strike or whatever. Counter-Strike is infamous for for cheaters. Mm. But I, at least, had never thought that I would have to worry about that in fighting games. (laughs) Um, And as far as I'm aware, apart from banning, or they say they they IP banned a couple well-known offenders, um... There's no preventative action that's been taken from Bandai Namco 
to clean up the the hacking problem. So as it stands right now, it would be very very easy, and I I hesitate to say this because I feel like I'm giving people ideas, <laughs> but it would be very very easy to enter Evo Online on PC because it's played on PC. Yeah, with a cheating software and cheat your way in bracket and you know the the auto blocking lows and like this the, like auto throw breaks and like that type of thing it's it's kind of easy to miss that if you're not sure what it looks like in especially in tekken like if you're like a newer player that doesn't understand what it looks like when someone is legitimately just cheating yeah um it can be hard to detect that so i let me put it this way. I would be surprised if there weren't there wasn't at least one person that gets caught. And I, I just I, I think a big reason why playing on consoles is good compared to PC is because everyone is relatively equal in terms of hardware. That is true. You don't need to worry about somebody trying to run the game on a potato. Right. Um and just kind of ruining everything for everyone. Because that will negatively affect your experience on your end. Yeah. If their hardware can't run the game properly, the the game will lag on your end to try and keep things synchronized. Yeah. Whereas, you know, with say a PS4, unless you know you've cracked it open and messed around with the hardware, a PS4 is a PS4 is a PS4. Right. Um, um Yeah, that that is that is a um an interesting viewpoint as well. Um, but again, most of the games on here are being played on PS, are being played on PlayStation consoles. Yeah, PS4 and the ones that are available on PS5, that is an option. That is also an option, yeah. And um, I'm interested to see how the crossplay goes. I mean, Street Fighter V has gone, you know, its whole online lifespan with um, with crossplay. Yeah. So, like all of the tournaments, you can. It's simple, right? Like, there's no, like, toggle. I mean, actually, I think there is a toggle. There, there is a toggle. When you're playing online, you can choose which hardware you'd rather play. But all of the tournaments that have been online that I've been aware of have allowed cross-play. Yeah. Um, so, and it's gone about as fine as it can, as far as I can tell, so far. For Street Fighter V. For good. Street Fighter V, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm really interested to see how... Tekken gets handled, especially since they just announced a new, um, a new online uh, tournament series. Oh, they did, didn't they? They did. Um, they announced what what is essentially a new Tekken World Tour, but because it's all being online, it's not called the Tekken World Tour. It's the Tekken Online Challenge. Yeah. And um, it's a bunch of regional events in that you can enter these events and earn points, and then you know the top point holders at the end of the uh, at the end of the online challenge you know, get invited to play in the finals, just like the Tekken World Tour worked. Um, but this is online. Um, which, honestly, in the state of being that PC Tekken is right now, I don't know how well it's gonna go. Yeah, I just... <laughs> it's all being run on PC, as far as I know. There might be some... There might be, like, different divisions like you might you might be able to get like you know enter a ps4 tournament and a ps um, a pc tournament um but netcode aside which it shouldn't be because tekken's netcode is not serviceable at the moment netcode aside we need to fix this cheating problem before at least me personally can take any sort of tournament series seriously 
And the, it, the, seems, yeah, sorry. The competitive integrity of the game is not an, in a high place right now, in my opinion. And it, it seems like a problem that would be solved by just holding the Tekken 7 tournament Evo online on PS4. On PS4, And I know right. we, 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 we were just kind of griping about how everything is on PS4 except for Them's Fighting Herd, which isn't on PS4. Right. But, I don't know. It seems like when, the, when that's the problem, um, there's an easy enough fix for it. Yeah. But PC, when it's running properly, is the more stable version of the game with better netcode. Yeah. So I can understand the draw to that, but at the same time, there's a there's a glaring weakness in the integrity of the game being played on that platform. And I was a Tekken PC fanboy <laughs> for the longest time. I didn't touch PS4 after I switched. Um, but... I mean, honestly, it's just been a long time since I've played online Tekken, but I don't, I don't think the competitive integrity of the game is in a good enough space at the moment, and I'm, I feel terrible saying that because I love Tekken and I love the Tekken community, and I want better. Obviously, yeah, like it, it's been the premier, you know, 3D fighting game came out since it came out right like it was supposed to be the resurgence of 3d fighters yeah. and you know since then you know, we have soul, soul caliber 6 we have you know, virtual fighter 5 but you know tekken's still the king as it know, stands as it stands um but yeah um that's as that's pretty much all i have to say about evo i mean we'll see how the sony ownership goes right i i am it's... cautiously optimistic <laughs> As am I, yeah. um, because it's really easy to say, oh, you know, corporation bad, which, don't get me wrong, Cor totally Cor true. Yeah, corporation bad. Corporation bad. Yeah. Um, but I think having bigger sponsors in the FGC will be a net positive for the community in the long run. Mm -hmm. uh, the more money being put into the FGC, the more money that can circulate within the FGC and, you know, maybe come out of it too, but... Yeah. <sighs> we'll see how it goes for sure so evo online is um here it is uh community series is starting on june 10th it's running august 3rd yep so that's all the secondary games yeah. like blaze blue and them's fighting herds and skull girls yeah. and then uh 2021 online is uh the weekend of august 6th 8th yeah, what, what, um and weekend of august 3rd cool um more event stuff. Uh, we got E3 coming up. E3! Next week. Next week. Uh, not this coming weekend, but the weekend after that. Saturday, June 12th to Tuesday, June 15th. Um, you know, uh, we, we can speculate. We can't do a whole lot more than that. But we right. do know that we're obviously getting a Nintendo presentation. Uh, Nintendo Direct. Um, which is on June 15th at 9am Pacific Time, uh, noon Eastern. Um... Then there's also going to be presentations by Capcom and Bandai Namco. Nice. So those are those are you know some big players. Yeah. Because not only does Bandai Namco is known for doing um, Tekken and Soul Calibur, but Bandai Namco also publishes um, Dragon Ball Fighters. Yes. Um, I, I know that there's a rumor going around. I don't know how valid this is that Bandai Namco is. Um, actually, actually, it might be Arxis. Anyway, somebody's working on 
like a Dragon Ball Fighter style game, but for uh, My Hero. My Academia. Hero Academia. Um, that rumor excites me because I love My Hero Academia. I've never seen it or read it. But I am excited for you. I am very excited. <laughs> um, I played the. I like that series so much that I play the Arena Fighter. Really? Yeah. Once... Well, I mean, I also like Arena Fighters, but shh. Uh, that's my guilty pleasure. But My Hero Academia, uh, one player, one, one's and... justice. Yes. <laughs> one player. Yes. Um. <laughs> It's okay. I understand. It's, it's, it's not cool to shit on games. Don't shit on games. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, that's that's my secret, is that I enjoy anime arena fighters. But moving on, um, I'm excited about it. Um, just because, you know, they did a really stellar job with the presentation of Dragon Ball Fighters. They really did. Um, and it, you know, Dragon Ball Fighters brought a lot of non-fighting game people into fighting games. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully a My Hero game would do similar, because My Hero is really, really big right now. Um, and we're getting a Capcom presentation. Um, I don't think we're getting the final character for Street Fighter V announced. Um, we can hope. We can hope. Right? Um, uh, you know, the, the odds are of, you know, anything Marvel vs. Capcom related are, you know, 14,605,000. Yeah. One. Um, yeah. Although, I will take this opportunity to say one thing. If, if, big if, yeah. we get Marvel 4. Or, like, Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. Right. Um, let's go with Marvel 4. Let's go with Marvel 4. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if we get Marvel 4, I think we should have Miles Morales as a playable character. In, in addition to or instead of Peter Parker? I would prefer in addition to, uh, because I'm a huge Spider-Man fan in general. Mm-hmm. But I think with, you know, Spider-Verse... And the recent um, Sony PlayStation Spider-Man Miles Morales game, right. I think Miles has earned a spot in a fighting game, and I just wanted to take that short moment to express that. I can um, go sign that. So if Capcom, if you're listening, and he could do like cool electric spider stuff, you know, fighting um, game stuff. I just want Phoenix Wright. That's all I want, <laughs> honestly. Like, 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 I'm not kidding here. He's the only reason I own Marvel Three. Because it's got Phoenix Wright. That's, uh, I mean, Virgil is why I own Marvel 3 on Steam. Yeah. So, give me Virgil back. He doesn't even have to be broken. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Nintendo Direct, we're definitely getting a Smash character. Yeah, there's no way we're not getting a Smash character. Yeah, it, it, it's been a few months since Pyro and Mithra were announced, so... Time frame works, the date and the event work. Gonna happen. Right. Um, there is something, you did say Bandai Namco is going to be there, right? Yes. Okay, um, Michael Murray, who is, you know, he took over for Harada, basically being the, the director of Tekken 7. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why I put air quotes around that. I think that's his official title. <laughs> but, sorry, Michael Murray, I didn't mean that. Um, but, um, he made a pretty cryptic tweet hinting that we might get some sort of Tekken announcement at E3. Um, He said something, I don't remember the exact tweet off the top of my head, but I'm paraphrasing, he said something similar to, because when when they announced the online tournament series, everyone was a bit disappointed, um, because, you know, we wanted more content for the game, or, you know, even, fingers crossed, an announcement for a new game. Um, But he said something along the lines of, you know... There's E3 coming up, and if we were to announce something big, we would probably do it there. He said something along those lines. Um, I wouldn't exactly call it, you know, a confirmation that we're getting a Tekken announcement at E3, but it's there. 
Um, do with it what you will. I think it's a. It could possibly be a, a a hint that we might see something. I don't think Tekken Seven will see a season five. Um, I feel yeah. like if we're getting a Tekken announcement, it's going to either be an announcement for Tekken Eight or it's going to be Tekken Cross Street Fighter. Finally, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I think if anything for Tekken gets announced, it's either going to be something minor, like some sort of like um, customizable DLC, or you know what would be cool, like a legacy DLC where you they get, put in a bunch of old stages. Yeah, yeah. Something like that might be appropriate. Um, I don't think we're getting new characters for Tekken 7. Um, That's what we have is Lydia, right? Lydia was the most recent character, and she, as far as I know, was the last character confirmed for the Season 4 pass. I think it was just her and Kunimitsu hmm. for Season 4. The pass was a little bit cheaper. Um, but yeah, um, I think it'll be a new game, if it's anything more than some cute DLC content. Yeah, so that's coming up. Um, I'll have more to talk about there. Uh, and in kind of local New England news, um, our venues for fighting game locals are starting to open up again. Yes. Finally. Um, balance Patch in Boston. Um, and, and obviously, if you're not in New England, this is not relevant to you. Balance Patch in Boston uh, is starting Smash Ultimate Weeklies. Um, June 10th, which is a week from this recording, uh, that's an invitational test run um, with some top players. And then a week later, June 17th, open registration. Uh, it does require you to be fully vaccinated. Um, and the and Traveling Controller is also finally starting uh, fighting game uh, weeklies. I know on the 11th of June they're doing Street Fighter V, and on the 25th they're doing Dragon Ball Fighter. Nice. That's cool to see, you know, the Boston scene start to come back. Yeah. Um, to that effect, on top of Balance Patch coming back, um, Platinum City Gaming in Taunton, Mass, mm -hmm. um, has been doing their Tuesday night fighting game locals. Really? Yep. Um, I think they've they've been doing it for like three or so weeks now. Um, I don't know what their rules are on vaccinations. Um, I I'm just gonna say it. Please be fully vaccinated Please. before you start going out to these things. Um, and still wear a mask. Um, but yeah, they've been doing their fighting game nights on Tuesdays. Um, I think they said they go from like four o'clock and they're there until close at like ten. So yeah. they they've been doing them pretty pretty. They've been getting pretty good numbers from what I can tell. I think they ran their first br bracket like last week for Street Fighter V. Um, and I think the majority of players that do go there are Street Fighter V, but they welcome anybody. So if you want to play something, show up and bring it, and I'm sure somebody there will get games with you. Um, and also, uh, one of games uh, in Plainville, Massachusetts. Uh, they're starting the Smash Ultimate Weekly. And also, uh, they're doing an offline Rivals of Ether Monthly. Really? I'm so happy about it, on June 25th. That's exciting. Um, again, you do have to be fully vaccinated. Uh, you need to show proof of check-in. Um, but yeah, a an offline New England Rivals of Ether. I'm so excited for it. Can we expect an appearance from Saximus at this tournament? Um, I, I, I what, day, what day of the week is that? I don't know. We'll um, figure it out. I, I will. I, I will do my absolute damnedest to make sure that I am there. <laughs> Uh, play Rivals of Ether. Please play Rivals of Ether. Especially if you're a Smash player who's unhappy with Ultimate. Yeah. Um, join us. Become one of us. <laughs> um, I'll speak of Rivals of Ether. Um, uh, issue 2. This is not related to the game itself, but Issue 2 of Tales of Ether just released. 
I'm just letting you know. I have not read it yet. Um, issue one was really, really good. Each issue was like dollars on. Um, I again, I haven't read issue two yet, but I I have a theory about where they're going to go with the story because the first whole the whole first arc, the first four issues are all going to be going to be about Clarence. I have a theory, but I don't want to. I don't know. Okay, I, I should I share it? <laughs> Maybe you can make a separate video for okay. people who want to share in this in the speculative. All right. Maybe because I'll... maybe I want to read I haven't read either issue yet, so maybe I want to read it, so don't spoil it for me. I won't spoil it. Especially since I like Claren. That's my favorite Rivals character. Oh yeah, I, I, I forgot you made Claren. I, I know you made Maple for a while. Before Claren came out, I made Maple, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, no, I mean, that's exciting. Like, I think that fighting games could benefit from branching out into more media. Yeah. Right? Like, comics and... You know, like, Overwatch does, like, the animated shorts, and, like, League of Legends does those, too, where they're just, like, you know, just animated interactions between the characters. That would be so cool for fighting games to do. Yeah. Like, character-driven games have that advantage of marketing the characters, and I think fighting games could benefit from that a lot. Yeah, of course, you know, Street Fighter's unique in that regard, because Street Fighter is kind of big brand empire in and of itself. But... Street Fighter is the fighting game. Right? Yeah, it's, it's the like... it's the same, same, thing, same thing with Mortal Kombat also. Right. Um, like, you know, there's anime and cartoon. I mean, the Mortal Kombat movie that just came out. Yeah, and comics and Fortnite. And Fortnite. <laughs> um, but yeah. I think more of that could be good. Like, having the devs make their own content. Like, I would read a Street Fighter comic. I mean, I know there probably have been some. Oh yeah, there are some. Yeah, yeah. but I would read new ones. I mean, I might go back and read the old ones, too, but... Because, because like, the whole thing about fighting games is that they're about the characters. People play them for the characters. So give us more to absorb the characters. I wasn't expecting to go on to get on that topic, but I'm glad we did. Um, Now comes the time where I'm going to gush about Virtual Fighter. Please gush about Virtual Fighter. I, I've never played Virtual Fighter ever. I know next to nothing about it, so tell me Virtual Fighter noob about it. Fighter 5 Ultimate. So Virtual Fighter 5 Ultimate Showdown, if you aren't aware of it, it is essentially a PS4 port slash remaster of Virtual Fighter 5 Final Showdown for the PlayStation 3. Um Virtual Fighter 5, the original version, came out in arcades in 2006. So we essentially have a revitalization of a 15-year-old fighting game. That's really cool, honestly. <laughs> And, you know, um, I can't remember what year Final Showdown came out. I, it, I had to be, like, early 2010s because it came out on PS3. Mm -hmm. um, so it's, a, it's an updated version. As far as I know, none of the balancing has changed, <laughs> as far as I'm aware. Like, it's still... They didn't change anything functionally. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the Virtual Fighter wiki, and it says, you know, Virtual Fighter Five Ultimate Showdown is identical to Virtual Fighter Five Final Showdown. Um, Everything's all the data still applies. Right. Um, the only thing they did was they updated some of the models and the graphics to make it look prettier. Mm -hmm. um, at first glance, you can tell that the game is dated and old. Um, but I mean, to some people, that just kind of adds to the charm. Yeah. Um, but the thing that's beautiful to me about Virtua Fighter is how pure it is. Um, being an old game. It was made originally during the time before comeback mechanics. Right. So if I'm not mistaken, cor someone correct me in the comments if I'm wrong, but the first comeback mechanic, like, and my definition of comeback mechanic is, is 
a move or super or resource that becomes available to you as your health gets lower. Like Rage and Tekken Smash, uh, Limit Break. Limit Break and Dragon Ball Fighters, or um, uh, V-Meter in Street Fighter V. Yeah. Um, something that you gain solely because your health is going down. That allows you to change the pace of the match, generally. If I'm, if my memory brain is correct, the first widespread occurrence of that type of mechanic was in Street Fighter Four when they added Ultras. Uh, what about Marvel 3 with X-Factor? Actually, which came out first? Which came out first? I don't know. We'd have to look that up. Um, so, X-Factor might be before Ultras. So, it's one of those two. Um, um, February 15, 2011. 2011 for Marvel 3. So that's when X-Factor when was a thing. Street Fighter 4. Um, 2008-2009, obviously. Okay, so yeah. About that. yeah so Street so, Fighter 4. Yeah, so it mm -hmm. looks like Street Fighter 4, to my knowledge, is the first occurrence of dedicated comeback mechanics. Street Fight, um, Virtual Fighter 5 came out in 2006. So it did not have them. There is no comeback meter. There is no super meter. There is no rage. There is only your moves and your health bar. I kind of like that. And the stage. Because um, you can use the stage to your advantage. Because uh, Virtual Fighter does have ring outs. Okay. Um, and it doesn't really need comeback mechanics because momentum can shift so fast in that game. And like the health bars are really small, so like combos do big damage. Um, so it feels like it's possible to make a comeback because you get rewarded so heavily for successful decisions. But there's no... Like, you still have to use your moveset to get there. New things don't become available to you just because you're losing. Um, and I love that about the game. Um, Virtua Fighter... A lot of people like to say that you need a PhD to play Virtua Fighter. <laughs> um, I don't think that's true. Um, and a lot of Virtua Fighter players will agree with me. People that have like put time into the game. Excuse me. Um, it's not that you need... It's not that Virtua Fighter is some crazy, ridiculous, hard game. Right? Because a lot of people seem to assume that it is. Um, the game is there for you to learn. The game has a tutorial. The game has a really welcoming community that's been really helpful to helping me learn the game. And there's also a community-run wiki with pretty much all of that information on, like, characters and moves and stuff that you could ever want. Right. Um, it has access to frame data in training mode. Good. Um, and like I said, it has a tutorial, and it has a command training that walks you through how to do each move for your character. I like it when games. I like it when games do that, too. Um, so I think that Virtua Fighter is, just like any other fighting game, it's a game that you have to learn. And it's there's a lot of depth to the game because it's a 3D fighter. And, you know, 3D fighters tend to have longer move lists. Um, there's a whole third dimension that you have to worry about. And, um... Yeah, like, fighting in a, three in a third dimension when you're used to 2D fighters is a whole, you know, culture shock. Um, but I don't think, I don't think the game is as unapproachable as it seems i think what most people should do is if they're interested in trying virtua fighter just jump into it like just start playing right go yeah. do the tutorial 
pick a character, do their command training, and then just start playing some matches and see what it feels like. Um, you're going to lose because, you know, you lose when you pick up new fighting games. Um, we've talked about that in older videos. Um, but I think you shouldn't be afraid of it because I regret being afraid of Virtua Fighter for as long as I was. Um, there's, there's, you know, a pretty dedicated Virtua Fighter scene in Boston right. that I could have been, you know, networking with and talking to and playing games with, but I just didn't because I was intimidated by the game. And now that the game is available on modern hardware, um, it is, unfortunately, PS4 exclusive. Ah, oh, that's Um, there's no PC release yet. Um, I say yet not because it's been confirmed that it's coming, but because I'm hopeful. Um, but if you have a PlayStation with PlayStation Plus, uh, you can download the game for free. Really? Yes, That's it is. really cool, honestly. So, so PlayStation does that thing where they give away two free games each month. Mm -hmm. um, Virtua Fighter Five Ultimate Showdown is one of those games this month. That's really cool. Honestly. On the month that it came out. Um, so yeah, you can, if you own a PlayStation and you have a PlayStation Plus subscription, you can download the game for free. Um, obviously, you need PS Plus to play online anyway. Um, the only downfall to doing it that way is if you... You know, don't renew your PlayStation Plus subscription, you lose access to the game. Because that's how all of those free PS Plus games work. Mm -hmm. You have to maintain your PS Plus subscription in order to keep playing them. Um, if you want to buy the game to own it and be able to play it without a PS Plus subscription, I believe it costs $30. That's... For a remaster, um, I'm just happy it's not for, like, full price. Yeah, seriously. Um, and honestly, for the amount of game that you get... <laughs> Because not only did they port it up, but they also added features. Really? Yeah, so they added, um, I think the biggest thing that they added, well, first they updated the UI and, um, and all that stuff. They updated the main menu to be new and fresh and exciting. Um, there's one button on the main menu that isn't finished yet. Like, when you open up the game, there's, like, one selection on the main menu that says we're still working on this and we have no I, I have no idea what it is maybe somebody else does um i assume it's some sort of like tournament thing like it'll be used for tournaments um because the working title for the game in japan is actually virtua fighter esports oh. so my guess is that they're going to be trying to run official sega run tournaments for the game um but the coolest thing that they added is in the main menu when you start up the game before you select a mode there's a little video player that's showing you a live stream of a random online match that's happening right now that's really cool yeah and then like you can press l1 to enlarge it to full screen and just watch a match from someone that's playing right now that's really cool yeah and i've been saying that fighting games should do something like that for years because I came to fighting games from Counter-Strike. Right. And Counter-Strike has that. Mm -hmm. It has a tab that you can click on to watch matches that are currently going on. So when I came to fighting games, I was like, man, it would be really cool if I could just watch a match inside the client of the game without having to go look for somebody's stream to watch. And it's great because, like, the first day I was playing, I was playing for, you know, a few hours, and then, like, I got tired and I wanted food. So I was like, oh, okay, well... Let me just sit in the main menu and watch these matches happening while I <laughs> eat my food, and then I'll get back into it. It's such a cool thing, and, like, I'm pretty sure it prioritizes, like, higher-ranked matches. Oh, okay. 
But, and then, you know, when one match ends, it plays a little, there's like a little transition screen, and then it just shows you a new match. And it doesn't require any input from you, it just happens automatically while you're That's, sitting on the that, main that, menu. That is a legitimately sick. Yeah, it's my favorite thing, really. Um, because Virtua Fighter is really fun to watch, in my opinion. Not a lot of people agree with me on that, <laughs> um, because the game does look dated, and it's kind of hard to understand what's going on if you don't play because, I mean, a lot of 3D games are kind of like that. Um, but it's it's so awesome to see a revitalization to an older game like this. Especially now that, like, the current 3D games that we have on the market are starting to hit their stale period. Yeah. Um. So you mentioned online, which, you know, brings us to the most important question. How's the next? Okay. Um... It's not rollback. It's not rollback. I know that. I know it's it's absorb based netcode. <laughs> like so, so like the, the way it's it actually they actually implemented. I I think is very interesting. Um, so like what as as far as I can tell, what Sega did is that they are renting servers all over the world, mm -hmm. and the servers act as relays. Yes. Um, in between the two players, um, which. It is a really interesting solution to the problem that is delay-based netcode. Right. Um, still not rollback. Still not rollback. It would be nice if it was rollback. Yeah, and, and I, I'm legitimately curious as to how expensive that is. Oh, yeah. I can't imagine that being cheap. for, But I think it works because it's only on PlayStation. Yeah. Um, so they don't have to, you know, try and run servers for multiple platforms. Um, which actually, now that I'm thinking about it, that might be part of the reason why it was only launched on one, yeah, on one platform. Sense. Also, because I, if I'm not mistaken, Sony foot the bill on some of the money to, to get the remaster done. Um, don't quote me on that though. Um, but when I'm playing the game, it feels fine. Um, I don't want to say it's good or that it's great or that it feels like offline. Um. Because, if I'm being honest, the majority of... One thing I take into account when I'm judging the netcode of Virtua Fighter Five specifically is that the majority of my time playing the game was pre-release. That's true. And the majority of people that I, were play, that I was playing with were other content creators that are playing on optimal wired setups similar to my own. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so I don't have... A lot of experience. I did. I have been playing for a couple days after, like after the game is released to the public, and I think I really only had one game where I was like, "This is unplayable. I can't do it." Um, yeah, because now the game is out, you know, to the public. You're, you know, you're gonna get Timmy, right? Uh, Timmy on Wi-Fi. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I might fudge the numbers on this, but I think seventy percent of PlayStation Four owners are playing on Wi-Fi, just because. A lot of casual gamers don't either don't know the difference or don't care about the difference. I um, mean, they just prefer the convenience of Wi-Fi, which is fine. You know, play your games how you want to play them. Um, but also, if you're playing fighting games against other people and intend to take them seriously, get a wire. And uh, I, I think I think James Chen tweeted something a couple of days ago. Um, that, like the purpose of rollback netcode, it, it it doesn't make bad connections good. It masks bad connections. Right. Um, so, good connections are going to feel good no matter what the netcode is like. Yeah. Um, but rollback 
is kind of shortening the the gap between good connections and bad connections. I mean, if, if you're playing on McDonald's Wi-Fi, it's going to be crap, no matter what right. how good the netcode is. But yeah, I, um, I'm, I'm I'm really interested in, in, in like the the relay based delay absorption netcode, whatever. Yeah, I mean, or <laughs> I. Like I said, I only had one game out of the t probably two, 250 games that I've played at this point. I've only had one game where it was like actually entirely noticeable that the lag was bad. Um, the rest of my games have felt, you know, pretty decent. Um, you know, sometimes you can tell that your buttons aren't coming out as fast as, they, as you're pressing them. Um, but most for the majority of the time it's been manageable um so my my consensus on it is if you were holding off on it because it doesn't have rollback um i suggest you just give it a shot um because it's not terrible it's not it's not you know like dragon ball fighter's bad it's it's not you smash know, ultimate smash bad. ultimate bad um it's not rollback but it's not that bad um, the, it's serviceable, I think is a good word that I, that yeah. to use. And, and, you know, for 30 bucks for a fighting game that's really unlike anything else in the market right now. Right. And if you're, if you're playing it on, online on PS4, you have a PS Plus subscription anyway, so it's free to you. Yeah. Generally. Um, I say, I'd, I'd say go for it, especially if you're, you know, you're getting it for free. Um, if you were, like I said, if you were... Avoiding it specifically because it doesn't have rollback, I think you should just give it a try. Um, especially if you were overtly interested in Virtua Fighter, because now is like the best time to get into it. You were interested in it before. Um, and like I said, it's such a detachment from the modern wave of fighting games. It's like... I mean, obviously it's an old game, but I've only been playing fighting games for like five years. With like my first fighting game that I went to a local for was Street Fighter Five, and um, so all of the games that I've played that I've gotten used to have been built with sort of fallbacks into them, where it's like if you don't understand certain situations and how to get out of them, here's something for you to try and use, yeah. right? Like a V Reverse or a Rage Art in Tekken Seven or X Factor, X Factor, yeah. something like that, um. Virtua Fighter doesn't have any of that. Um, and like I said, it's not a game that doesn't that requires a PhD to play. Um, it's totally learnable and it's totally it's more approachable than it seems. But the game demands that you learn it. Uh, because if you don't know how to deal with what your opponent is putting on the screen, you're just gonna lose. You don't have some sort of universal mechanic to fall back on to help you with that situation until you learn it. Yeah. It's you get hit by it, and then you have to learn how to not get hit by it. Um, and I think that's that. I don't want to use the word scares, but I think that intimidates yeah. a lot of people. Is like the absolute purity of the game that you can just die for not knowing things. I'm flashing back to that one clip of Justin Wong playing that kid in Mortal Kombat. In Mortal Kombat X, <laughs> you're gonna learn. You're Welcome gonna to learn the real world. That's kind, of the, that's kind of the vibe I'm getting, more or less. Yeah, and it's like Virtua Fighter doesn't hold your hand. It gives you the resources, like it gives you the tutorial, which you know it doesn't cover everything, but 
it covers, you know, how to move, how to block, how to break throws. It covers all of that stuff. And there's a couple, it teaches you, like, some, like, defensive option selects that are important to know. Um, stuff like that. It has a block button. And actually, one of the interesting ones is that um, Virtual Fighter is a three-button game. Right. You have a punch button, a kick button, and a guard button. And then, you know, you execute moves with various combinations of those things and directions, naturally. Um, but if you press punch plus um, guard, you get a throw input. And you use the throw input to break throws. Um, and then there are some throws that you have to input a direction plus throw to break them, and that's where the throw mix-up comes in. But generally, if you hold block... And then also, if you press block and hold it to guard things, and then press and hold punch while you're guarding, you're now holding a throw break input. Hmm. So if your opponent throws you while you're doing that, you will automatically break a neutral throw. Dang. So, and like the tutorial teaches you stuff like that. So like there's a couple like weird things like that that you wouldn't know otherwise unless somebody told you that the, the tutorial covers for you. Um, but all in all, like that game requires you to go to the lab and requires you to learn it and if you don't you lose and some people might not like that i personally love that because i love when games don't hold my hand and force me to learn um i just i just like that um personally um so virtual fighter has been a, a really fun journey for me over the past week that it's been out um and i suggest you give it a try if you haven't so, um, I want to close out by plugging just a small project, a small thing, a playable shitpost, um, that it popped up on Twitter, um, and I'm just going to just directly read the pitch from the person who made it. Um, Smash Online, too much fun for you? You wish Croy was the only playable character? Our Spot Dodge is your favorite thing in the world. Play Spot, spot Dodge Simulator. Spot Dodge Simulator. It, 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 it's basically a Smash version of footsies. Um, we all like footsies. Footsies is fun. And there's like a Smash version of it where, you know, it's two players, one player one plays Roy, player two plays Krom, and your only attack is jab, and you can jab or spot dodge and then move left and right. <laughs> so your so your goal is to spot dodge your opponent and your then, opponent's jab and then punish and then, them. And then punish with your own jab. That's yeah. hilarious, yeah. and I love it. And uh, you know, um by I am pretty sure I'm pronouncing it correctly, like H underscore A I T C H factor. Um, on Twitter, um, I played a little bit of it. It's, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> That's one of those like cute little projects that like might actually help you in the real game oh, yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, because you know, in, in Smash, in particular, you know, spot dodging is the thing in Smash Ultimate. It's, yeah, it it's, is. It's a mechanic that's worth getting better at for better or worse. For better or worse. Yeah. I think that's about all I had. Yeah, that's about it. I, I gushed plenty about Virtua Fighter and and all of that stuff, and that's really what I wanted to get out today. And make so. sure you submit us your clips of the week. For Clip of the Week, Twitter, uh, yeah. join the Discord, or yes. tweet them to us on Twitter. Um, you can find information for both of those things down there. The Discord link will be in the description. The Twitter the Twitter is right there, at ChargeMotion. Um, and you can follow me on Twitter, at 5Axmas, because Axmas was taken. And you can follow me on Twitter, at XGhoul with a zero, because Ghoul was taken. And we'll probably see you after three. There'll be hopefully be hopefully we'll have stuff to talk hopefully about. To talk That'll about. be fun. But we'll see you after E three. And good fight, good night.